Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. What song? You got a man, you don't wanna love you the right way. She ain't gonna fool it. Oh, is that Keisha? Yeah, it is Keisha Cole. Yeah, oh, and New Monica. No, yeah. it's Monica. New Monica. Yeah. Was Keisha not on that song? Um, maybe, but I think it's a Monica I song. I could have sworn Keisha's on there though. Maybe. I don't know, but you know who is on there? Everybody black. That part. Because <laughs> it's Black History Month, y'all. So we are here for a little Minnesota TT. Um, where it's we Keisha. just go talk. It is Keisha? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Maybe New Monica's a whole nother song. I'm She's sorry. on there, though. Oh, okay. I don't know. Bless us. Um, but we are here today to talk to you about why we love being black. So yeah, Earl, talk to me about like Black History Month, why you think it's important, and what you love about being black. What I love about being black is that we have no end. Mm. Um, I really believe we could do any and everything. We are the creators of most things, if not all things. Um, we inspire. We transcend even when things we are inspiring get taken. Mm. Um, it's just, I don't know, I just love it. It's just, it's, the true word is magic. Because at the end of the day... Even years of oppression, we always find a light. Yeah. Even when it's so dim. But it's just, I don't know. I know for me and my family, my family's always just taught history. Because, I mean, you know, most in the school systems, you couldn't learn too much in black uh-uh. history. But, and then, I, you know, I didn't realize until I got to college and I took a racial identity class. And a lot of my classmates, when the teacher would bring up certain figures or, or things, they were just like, oh, I never knew about that. I'm just like, who, who is your mama? Mm-hmm. Who is your daddy? Who is your mama? Because your I know mine, we used to have lessons. We used to watch all the movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had to watch Roots. Lord, that was traumatizing. But we had to watch Roots. Uh, what's, what's the one in Florida? Rosewood. Rosewood. No, that, one, that one shook And me. I remember watching Rosewood like second, third grade. Mm-hmm. Somebody watching that movie, he's just like, Look to your left, look to your right, all these <laughs> trifling MFs. But no, um, I don't know. I just that's one thing I I've learned, and I definitely be instilling with my kids. I love how my family like we had mm-hmm. our own little Black History projects that we had to do. Absolutely. So I I love it. Yeah. But I just uh, I wish we get past it, just having a month. But I don't know. If that's gonna be something I'll see in my life. Mm. But whatever it's black history month every day 365 (laughs) true that number one that is true so yeah i don't think i think my mom definitely talked to me a lot about 
her growing up in small town South Carolina and racial injustice. Like my mom and dad, because they're the same age, they were the first like students to seg like to integrate into oh, the wow. schools. I think like in their high school. Um, like junior or senior year, they integrated the schools. And like my dad, he hates that movie, Remember the Titans, mm. um, because he was like, that was us. He was like, it just brings back. And he was like, it, he was like, it wasn't no friendly ending at the I end. Like so yeah. And like, I remember when um, my mom says their senior year of homecoming, they didn't want to have a black girl on homecoming court. And so the black players were like, if you can't, have a representation of our beauty on this court, then you will not use our muscle on this field mm. and refuse to play. And so they let them have a black person, and it was my mom's best friend, Miss Lawhorn. Oh wow! And so she wasn't Lawhorn at the time, but I know her as Lawhorn. But you know what I mean. So like my dad was like, you know, him and his people were like, no, we won't. We're not gonna be your mules, right? And you can't like represent all of us. Um, so I have a lot of those stories. I don't know how much they instilled in me the, like, figures of history. But one thing, when I was in middle school, I got to be a part of a minority science bowl. Mm -hmm. And they gave us this huge book of, like, black contributors to science. And it was huge. And that was the first time I heard about, like, Charles Richard Drew and Benjamin Banneker and Garrett A. Morgan. And it just made me, like, hungry for mm -hmm. more. So then I kind of took it on myself. So my mom and dad have always instilled in me that pride. That history part, I think, I wanted to make sure, like you said, incorporate that more with Carter. And so we've always had books about historical figures. He's already had to do, like, a book report on Martin Luther King and... We talk about how amazing his black is all the time because um, I feel like there's just, you know, so much negativity around race right now. And I just want him to be proud of who he is. Um, so, yeah. And I just I do. I love like the magic that is us, the way that we have just not been defeated in all the adversity that we've received because most folk would lay down. Ugh, they would okay. just cease to exist and I think that that is something that black people are just like no like we're not going to be erased or eliminated we are going to grow and thrive in the face of your adversity and I just love being a part of that group of people so yeah I just wanted to share that so we're going to talk about some influential people that um like historical figures and some recent people that we think really impact um black history and black culture so of course we always have to shout out carter g woodson um carter g woodson was a an author and a historian and a journalist and he was most known for um developing negro history week which then became black history month so carter g woodson is really why we even have a Black History Month because he was one of the first people to say we are a culture worth knowing, remembering, studying, um, and putting it down on paper and requiring others to really understand, celebrate, and own that we exist and we contribute. Um, and so I think that's just really powerful for him to see that. So Earl and I are both going to, of course, shout out um, Carter G. Woodson. Who else you got, Earl? So, of course, we have to shout out. I feel like she just, you always have to shout her out at the beginning. I don't care how many times, but Madam <laughs> C.J. Walker. Yes. Like, let's really get into the fact that she was the first 
self-made millionaire. Mm -hmm. Sorry, first female self-made millionaire. And that's not just black female, but that's female in general. And Absolutely. then she really just, I don't know, she's inspiring. So my mom was a hairstylist, so mm -hmm. this is one of the first black figures I learned about when I was like, my mom did a huge project on her, but like this lady is coming out of slavery. She had a child, mm -hmm. a daughter herself, still was doing like making the hair products, the hot comb, like making, th yeah. <laughs> making things that were that outlived her for still, like centuries. Like, yeah. used heavy today. So, I mean, I think she just was a mainstream for just the hairline community. So, shout out to her. Yeah. We apologize for the leaf blowers, people. We're at the office, you know, folk out here doing their thing. So, please ignore that hum in the background. Um, so, next for me would be Charles Richard Drew. Um, Charles Richard Drew was an American physician and surgeon and a medical researcher, and his research in the field of blood transfusions like improved the way that we do blood transfusions even to this day. Um, first off, he was from um, the area. He ended up dying actually in Burlington, North Carolina, um, in the 50s or 1950s. So he was, you know, a resident of the area. Um, but I think, you know, for a long time, there's been such a misconception about like mixing blood of different races and he was one of the first people to really be like y'all that's not a thing um even though he had to operate in a system of segregation where you know only black people could get black blood and white people could get white blood he was able to speak out against it at least and start the conversations about it um and then also the way that he um research blood transfusions, improved techniques for like blood storage and also how um, blood banks were designed and developed. So even in like World War II, you know, more lives were saved because of how he taught them to store blood differently. And again, things that we are still using to this day. So it was always impressive because I think sometimes when you're put in a situation where you're limited um, like when they're saying, oh, well, your blood isn't good enough. It doesn't make you want to like study and improve the situation. But he was able to be like, y'all silly and just do it anyway. So I was always really impressed by that. And he just seems real smarty arty. Like, <laughs> I don't know. If someone asked me to do some research on blood, A, I'd be creeped out. And B, I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know how to do this. So he was just a genius. And I'm very impressed with him. So that's Charles Richard Drew. Who you got next, Earl? So my next one, I'm going to actually, this one's more so sad, but it's, you got to learn all parts of history. Mm -hmm. So this actually happened in South Carolina, where Courtney and I are both from, and mm -hmm. that is the Orangeburg Massacre. Mm -hmm. And it was in a situation where townsfolks and students were trying to get a local bowling alley to desegregate. And they did, you know, protesting, not destroying, but protesting, were um open fired by patrol officers where and it was a crowd of 200 where they just unleashed their bullets and many people died but primarily three men who were students samuel hammond i hope i'm saying all right henry smith and delano middleton were killed but well, delano was an actual high schooler but mm. they opened fire from simply protesting to try to get desegregation mm. i think it's always right and appropriate to recognize those who's there's lives absolutely so that we could go bowling right bowling like yeah they just wanted to go bowling and they were killed for their just asking just for beating. equality so many students were beating and just just advocating for free for mm -hmm. equality something so simple but mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so we remember them today um my next person is hattie mcdaniel she was an actress um 
and you know in the early 1900s um she won an academy award um for best supporting actress as mammy in gone with the wind um and i think that what i love about her is number one she got so much flack because back then the only roles we had were like mammy mm-hmm. and you know sometimes we would be like a whore or you know just some stupid person and so they you know our own people really gave her flack for choosing to be in those roles but i think you know we have to start somewhere and i think she was able to see the bigger picture and almost like sacrifice herself to you know have the opportunities we have now where next this weekend coming up earl and i are going to get to go see black panther it was unheard of in her day you know what i mean it was unheard of in the 80s but women like hattie mcdaniel were like i will take this role if taking this role proves to you that i am worthy and i am a good actress and i am capable um and so i think that's really important and sometimes we have to look at what the person is trying to contribute and not like the role that they're playing in the moment. Like they didn't allow her to get her award, didn't they? On stage. No, I think she had her acceptance speech. Yeah, she had an acceptance speech. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, they you know, I think this was huge. Like she's the first African American woman to ever win an Academy Award. Um and it took fifty something years before we had another one. Right. Um, and so and even then Halle Berry won it for busting it open. Like you know, there was still this stigma of what determines good from us. Um, But I think Hattie McDaniel was a, you know, a revolutionary in that aspect. So we tip our hat to you. Who else you got? So my actual favorite is still here today. Um, It's uh, more modern, but it's Hill Harper. Hill Harper, first off, is one of my favorite, is my favorite source of inspiration. I actually read his book growing up, Letters to a Young Brother. Um, he's a writer, author, philanthropist, activist, actor. Uh, my favorite movie, actually, Lackawanna Blues. Mm. Uh, he played in that, and it just kind of saw, like, the... Really, it was it was a couple of different factors in that movie. It was like a coming-of-age story, but it was also mm. seeing, like, the evolution of civil rights and how we had these huge neighborhoods that were, like, mainly black-owned, and over time, they, like, died down, and then uh, gentrification. Mm. And so it... One of my favorite movies, but he also... Y'all might know him from CSI. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's a, it's, he's on one of those shows. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those. But, I mean, he really has a lot of books. He has a, Letters to a Young Brother, Letters to a Young Sister. Then he has a book on finances. Big-time activist and philanthropist. So, um, I love That's a really great guy. Absolutely. And he's a part of my fraternity. All right. And he's a cutie with his little short self. Is he short? I feel like he's short in life, but he's just a cute little short short self. I love you, Harper. Absolutely. So, yeah, this one I got to do for my daddy, um, who was uh, a member of the Air Force um, and loves, you know, planes and all that. So, Bessie Coleman was the first um, African-American woman to become a pilot. She had to receive her pilot license in Paris because no school in America would accept her. Shocker. But good old France came through um, and so she possessed an international pilot license in 1921 mm-hmm. which is just amazing and powerful and even in Paris she was the only non-white person there. So I'm sure she still had to prove herself mm-hmm. and you know I just think it's something amazing when so many people tell you no and you're like but watch this. 
Like that level of power and confidence in yourself to be like, no, you actually can't stop me. Um, and I will leave the country if necessary to be who I know I'm supposed to be. Like a lot of us ain't built to that. Like yeah. we'll just quit and give up. And so um, that's always been an inspiration to me. Anytime women and especially black women are like, watch me do it. <laughs> I get really, really excited yeah, and impressed. So, yeah. So I have one more. Do you have anybody else? Okay. You don't want to have a special recommendation from Malcolm? You know, a tip of the hat to Malcolm. Gotcha. Um, And so finally, I've got Issa Rae because she's my modern person. Um, If you don't know who Issa Rae is, I would encourage you to Google. Y'all know I don't give answers like that. But um, I just think that Issa Rae is changing so many things about how we portray blackness in the media. And I think for so long, the media has controlled how we see blackness. So to have women of color, men of color, um, people from marginalized communities take the role, because normally like blackness is portrayed portrayed by the way the white writer tells them to portray it. Mm -hmm. And that's always going to be different and lots of times inaccurate, um, even when best efforts are put forward. To really understand the perspective, you've got to have the people in the building. You know, I've heard someone say that's what makes This Is Us so amazing is that it's very intersectional in the writing room, on the stage, you know, in the director's chair. And so I think that's really important. And so for Issa Rae to be using her platform on so many different levels and developing these different shows and even just the way that she is like unapologetically telling the truth on red carpets <sighs> about like, I'm supporting everybody black and I can do that. And unapologetic. Like, I... Yet has she released an iOS statement where on Instagram where she was like, I didn't mean to. She was like, no, no, this is this is what I'm doing. And I have the right to take up space and to support others who look like me who take up space. Like we here and we stay in. Um, and so she just encourages me to be more creative, to be more outspoken, to live more honestly in my truth. Um, and she's funny and I love her. So Issa Rae, I think, would be just really important so yeah do you have any like recommendations say somebody wants to increase their knowledge of black history you mentioned hill harper's book do you have any other like books or movies or things that you think really could be eye-opening for them on their pursuit well, it depends on what, what type of history they want hmm. um i grew up learning of all the I had a mixed thing. So, I mean, like I said, Rosewood. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it depends because every person is different. Some people can't watch movies where it's racism mm-hmm. or like slavery because they might get, they just get triggered. Like, mm-hmm. I know my grandma does not watch mm-hmm. Root. She's never watched it fully, mm-hmm. the old or the new one that just came out, just because she said it gets her too upset. Mm-hmm. So, it just depends. I personally, like, Rosewood, I think, is definitely a movie you need to see. Um,. Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures is for sure. That was mm-hmm. a great movie. Mm-hmm. So another one, um, The Birth of a Nation. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Um, Pride. And that's mm-hmm. talking about um, actual, you know, they don't say black people can't swim. But yes. the whole team yes. of black swimmers, Pride. Um, there are so many movies. So, so you have movies from all genres, so there is really no excuse. I so. Pick up a book. I just feel like there's so many biographies. Uh, mm-hmm. Barack Obama. W.E. Du Bois. Yeah. Um, Cornel West had some good books. Yeah. Uh, Ta- Ta-Nehisi. I can never say his name. Tanahasi Coates 
has good books. Yeah, I definitely um, say Hill Harper. I think everybody, mm-hmm. especially black males, should get Letters to a Young Brother. Um, even his Letters to a Young Sister. Uh, the Miseducation of the Negro and yes. the Autobiography of Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Like, whether you agree with them or not, it's I think you gotta so read those many. things. And Barack Obama has so many good books. Especially yes. um, him just talking about growing up with him being both white and black. So it's, mm-hmm. he has, his book was really good. Talking about his father. I think it's, it's called Letters to My Father. I think, I don't remember. I have, I read it in high school. Um, oh, Three Doctors. That's a mm. book. That's a, um, it's called The Pact. And it's about three black doctors that grew up. Some of them were like the DJ, but like they had a pad that they were going to be successful. And all three of them are doctors to this nice. day. Um, that was a great book. They have, it's an actual series. They got two. But the first one is called The Pag, and it's really great. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's so, <laughs> go Amazon, search in black authors. Absolutely. You're going to get a plethora, or you can go to Barnes and, even Barnes and Nobles and Books and Men. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. So yeah, just. Absolutely. You can get lost, and when I mean lost, a good loss is lost mm-hmm. for days because it's so much rich history. Yeah, and I think it's important to keep reading, to keep studying, even when you think you know a lot. I think we forget that time keeps mm-hmm. coming, and so new things are happening. You have to make yourself more aware, and you know, there's nothing wrong with being too aware. But I also think recognizing that it's not to feel bad because usually the stories have a lot of adversity mm-hmm. and challenge in them. It's not to create this weight of gosh, it's so hard to be black. It's focus on the resiliency, focus on the celebration and the pride you should have to be from a group that is so powerful and phenomenal in, in spite of such adversity. That is the takeaway from it. And I think that's what we should really be focusing on for Black History Month and, you know, every 365 is that, you know, we do have that resilience we are unstoppable when we focus on what we need to do like people are always going to dislike us because of the color of our skin and I venture to say because we intimidate them because of our amazingness and that's none of our business you know what I mean stay connected keep yourself safe for the most part but just keep living and being who you are out loud and don't feel like you need to change that because of anybody you know what I mean like show up in the spaces you are authentically yourself and trust that you know that's going to be enough I think that's what being proud of who you are and your culture and being black really needs to look like so that is our you know spiel our encouragement Um, we'll list some of those um, books and things in the Mm -hmm. bio so you can check them out and the movies as well so yeah Exactly. Um, And, you know, just challenge yourself every day for the rest of the month to find a new, you know, figure in black history that you didn't know about um, and just read about them and see what their contribution was, um, because I think you'll be very much impressed um, from what you find. So check us out on all the things like share, subscribe, write a review, tell a friend to tell a friend and all those great things. Um, Check us out on our uh, podcast pages for Instagram. We are hats off podcast CLT and on Facebook and Twitter. We are hats off podcast. Follow us on our individual pages. My Instagram is easy.ecm. That's E-A-Z-Y period E-C-M. I am Courtney Leak LCSW on IG and Facebook and Courtney LCSW on Twitter. Please send us questions of the day to hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. Yeah. Does that sound good? Check out our social media key. Oh, yes. It's also attached below. All right. And we love everybody black. Um, (laughs) 
And that's all we got. So until next time, be you. Be true. Hats that's off. All. Be with of the waste of the world.